0: This is a You Are Not A Frog quick tip, a tiny taster of the kinds of things we talk about on our full podcast episodes. I've chosen today's topic to give you a helpful boost in the time it takes to have a cup of tea, so you can return to whatever else you're up to, feeling energised and inspired. For more tools, tips and insights to help you thrive at work, don't forget to subscribe to You Are Not A Frog wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another You Are Not A Frog quick episode and this one is about the power of pressing the pause button. Now a few years ago I was at the surgery, I was on call, it was five minutes to six and I received a phone call from my childminder who said to me, Rachel can you come and get your kids? It's really urgent, I need to take one of the other children to hospital so I need you to pick them up as soon as possible. So I start getting all my things together, packing my bags, making sure I've done everything so that I can leave on the dot of six. And what happens, of course, you guessed it, an urgent visit gets rung through at two minutes to six. And I got on the phone to the patient. It was a lady who lived with her elderly mother. And in the morning, her elderly mother had been really ill. This lady had gone to work, come back and surprise, surprise, her mum was even worse. So she was ringing to say, could we come and see her? So I was really stressed. I was trying to get out the door to get my kids. I now had this urgent visit to do. And I got on the phone to this woman and said, why are you asking us to visit now? Don't you know how late in the day it is? And what were you doing even thinking about going to work when your mum was so ill? And at that point, I just was not the doctor who I wanted to be, I wasn't the person who I wanted to be. Now this story has a happy ending. I went to see the patient, I apologized for my behavior We admitted her to hospital and everything was sorted out. But the shame spiral that I was then in thinking, gosh, how could I have treated someone like that? What sort of a doctor am I? I thought I was kind and compassionate, but look how I behaved. That shame spiral was far worse than the stress of actually going and doing the visit because I got someone else to pick up the kids and it was all sorted. And I'm sure that many of you can look back on times in your career when you have behaved in a way that you're pretty ashamed of. You look back and think, what on earth was going on with me? And the reason you behaved like that was because you were in your stress zone. And I can't help thinking that the one thing that would have helped me was to just stop, take a pause and collect myself before I'd got on on the phone with the lady. Now we can read all sorts of things about giving feedback, about how to have difficult conversations, about how to say no. But in that scenario, I just needed to calm down. And I think sometimes we just overcomplicate this thing about how we respond better, how we deal with stressful situations. What if it was just as simple as taking a pause before we get into action? Because I'm sure many of you can look back on times in your career when you behaved in a way that you're pretty ashamed of. where you just weren't the person that you wanted to be. You weren't yourself. And I can virtually guarantee that in every single one of those instances, you were in your stress zone. You were what I call backed into the corner in your fight, flight or freeze zone. And when we're in this zone, we do not behave very well. What happens is that our amygdalas detect a threat. So my amygdala in that situation detected the threat of not being able to get home in time, upsetting people, causing harm to somebody else. And I was backed straight into the corner and our amygdalas detect all sorts of threats a physical threat a hierarchical threat and also this threat of people not liking you of upsetting people and I've said this a million times before if when we were living in caves we upset people we got kicked out of the tribe we would probably die of exposure be eaten by a lion or both so this thing about upsetting people this is a real existential threat to us and we respond immediately by going into our stress zones where we are in our sympathetic nervous system there's lots of adrenaline going around our bodies and quite literally the blood is diverted from your brain into your muscles so that you can run away and when we are in this state we cannot think very clearly we can only make very black and white decisions such as should i run away from that tiger or not and We are unable to think creatively and outside of the box. Which is exactly what we need to do in quite a few of these difficult, threatening situations that we find ourselves in. It's not really so much about running away from tigers anymore. And the problem is, I think, that at the moment, there are an awful lot of things that are triggering us into our stress zone. But when we're there, we don't serve ourselves well. And then we're more likely to make mistakes, get complaints and have interpersonal issues with colleagues. All of this makes us miserable at work, have bad patient outcomes, and have a team that's pretty stressed. And we know that when a leader in a team is reacting badly to stressful situations, that stress gets passed directly onto their team. And I must say, I have noticed this in myself recently, that when something goes wrong and I'm in my stress zone, my initial thoughts are that I need to act on it immediately. And when I do that, things always go wrong. So I'd like to suggest that when you feel yourself entering that stress zone, when you are reacting to something that has just happened, there's a very simple way of dealing with it. And that is to press the pause button. So how does this work? Well, when we're triggered by something, we react immediately because our amygdalas respond five times faster than the rest of our human rational thinking brains. So we react before we've even had a thought about why we're feeling like we're feeling puts us straight into our sympathetic nervous system zone. And as we just talked about, we don't respond very well and we often make things worse. Pressing pause just allows you to put a little bit of time and space between the trigger and your response. And that time and space is incredibly important. Do you work for a training hub, NHS Trust, ICS or another organisation where staff wellbeing is a big priority? If you're looking for a really effective, simple way to give your staff the latest relevant training on well-being and resilience in a way that works for them, then check out our Work Well webinars. It's a series of monthly trainings from brilliant experts in the most pressing topics facing healthcare staff in 2024. And it's based on our Shapes Toolkit training. We're now enrolling for our spring season. So if you've got budget to use up in the next few months, download the training brochure and get all the details and as a bonus we'll also give all your staff access to our wellbeing QI practice toolkit too just go to shapestoolkit.com/workwell i can imagine that lots of people are thinking well i don't have time i don't have space to take that pause i was talking to a colleague about this the other day and she was saying that she'd been chatting with a guy who actually ran an armed response unit And they were finding that they were getting quite a few bad outcomes and the team were feeling really quite stressed. And they traced that back to the fact that when the leader took the call, he became so tense and so stressed that that passed down the rest of the team and bad decisions were made. And they made one small, simple change. The leader had been reading about the power of taking a pause and he printed off a pause button, stuck it on the wall And when that red phone rang with an emergency coming in, he took one or two seconds to ground himself and put his hand on that pause button, which was just enough to remind him to stay out of the stress zone and respond as a thinking human being, as opposed to out of fear and stress. And as soon as he started doing that, the outcomes got better. The errors reduced. So it was absolutely transformational for them. So that was only a few seconds pause. Now, in most of our jobs, we can take more than a few seconds pause. Nothing is urgent apart from CPR. You may just need to take a 30 second pause. Or if you can, make it a little bit longer. I was listening to a podcast recently with Jill Balty-Taylor, who's a neuroanatomist who had a left brain stroke. And she's done a TED talk about this, about how she found herself having to be in her right brain and, and just the experience of that. So do check out that TED talk. And she has done a lot of work on what happens when our amygdala flares up and puts us into our threat system. Of course, the amygdala flares and we get this cascade of neurotransmitters, which then produce emotions, which then produce behaviours. But she discovered that this cascade of neurotransmitters lasts approximately 90 seconds. She has suggested if we can just hold off for 90 seconds to let our physiology calm down, we can then choose how we want to respond. We can choose to keep thinking of that thought, which is going to continue with the stress. All we can choose to do something different, to think something different, or even just distract ourselves out of it. So actually the physiology tends to last for about 90 seconds, unless you keep maintaining that stress response by ruminating and keeping on thinking about that. So how about taking a pause for 90 seconds and during that 90 seconds, what you can do is actually give your body a hand at getting back into the parasympathetic. Remember, the amygdala puts you into your sympathetic system, If you can get back into your rest and digest parasympathetic system, you will then find that you can think with the rest of your human thinking brain, not your amygdala or your inner chimp, as Dr. Steve Peters calls it. So one very simple way of getting back into your parasympathetic system is to ground yourself, to put both feet on the ground and do some slow breathing. Take some deep breaths in and out. Even just three grounded breaths will help you. If you have time, you can do some box breathing and you can Google box breathing to find out how to do that. So a couple of options there. You can either quickly just press the pause button and just be aware that you're pressing pause. You could maybe pause for 90 seconds and ground yourself with some box breathing, or you could do it for a bit longer. I received an email the other day that really put me into the corner. And I know I'm not going to be in a state to properly answer that email for a few days until i really calmed down about it. I think often we are in the corner. We are in our stress zone about something for longer than we think we are. And there is a danger that if we try and respond too quickly while we are still feeling those emotions and feelings that we will make things a lot worse. I remember having to go and give some negative feedback to somebody about a teaching session just after I've been called by the bank to tell me that someone was trying to access my account and steal a lot of money. I was already in my stress system. I thought I was fine. The conversation with the negative feedback about the teaching session. Let's just say it didn't go very well. And I've learned to notice when I am triggered, when I am in that zone and I put off doing anything that's going to need empathy, that's going to need some thinking and some real um, emotional intelligence until I am out of that zone and I have a friend who works in a school and she was telling me that the problem with some of these uh, disciplinary methods is that you get a kid who's maybe behaving a little bit badly they get sent out of the classroom they're sitting down outside the classroom to calm down and they are just starting to calm down maybe after 10 or 15 minutes and then what happens? The deputy head comes along and goes, right, what are you doing out here? Right, you better come to the head teacher's room. And then, oh, off they are, back into their stress zone again. So they then sit down in the head teacher's office. They might have a few minutes to calm down. And then they get told off again. So they've never had a chance to actually get into their rational human thinking brain. So make sure you give yourself a long enough pause if needs be. And side note, one thing that I have noticed is that when I think something really needs doing very, very urgently... That is probably the thing that I really need to take my time over. So just be aware of that feeling that something must be responded to straight away because often that is the thing that really you should be stopping, you should be thinking about. So the next thing you can do when you are in that pause is to phone a friend. Get some sense check on this. Say, you know what, I've got this story in my head, this has really triggered me, this has upset me. How does it sound to you? And you need a trusted friend and one that's not going to collude with you. Someone that could say, actually, actually, Rachel, I think you're overreacting. I don't think they meant anything by it. I know that I can ask my other half and he's very good at just bringing me back down to earth and saying, look, no one's going to die right now. This is what you just got to put up with. No, they're not being that unreasonable. I think you are, though. So you need someone who's going to tell you the truth. You can also question yourself, what is the truth here? And if you can't immediately access a friend or a trusted colleague, think, well, What would my best mate who I really trust their judgment, what would they say? What would they do? It could be someone else, someone that you think is really wise and would know what to do in that situation. So just triangulate, triangulate, get out of your own head about it and ask, what is the truth here? And then the other thing you can do in this pause is just check in with yourself along the lines of, who is the person that I want to be? How do I want people to experience me? in this situation and i love that question because it's not what should a good professional do here or what ought a good doctor or what should i do it's who do i want to be what is congruent with my values how can i show compassion empathy how can i be honest and truthful in this situation and that will help engage your right brain as well as your left brain and just make it a better experience for everybody so you've got the four p's here you've got press pause And that requires recognising when you're in that stress zone. Sometimes it's really easy to recognise. Sometimes it's quite difficult. I remember I was walking along with a friend and I was describing a situation to her. And she said, gosh, Rachel, you're really angry about this. And I was quite shocked. I thought, crumbs, I am, but I hadn't realised at all. So it took someone else to point that out to me. So recognise you're in your stress zone, press pause. Second P, parasympathetic zone. Ground yourself, get out of your sympathetic into your rest and digest zone where you'll be able to think much, much more clearly. Third P, phone a friend. Triangulate. And if you can't phone a friend, ask their advice, just think, actually, what would my friend do? What advice would a wise person give me in this situation? And then finally, for the fourth P, ask yourself, who is the person that I want to be here? So here's the great news about responding better in stressful situations. The pause button is really easy to do. It's literally stopping, taking some time out. Anybody can do that. Letting your physiology go back to normal and then allowing you to be the compassionate person that you already are. It's not complicated. It doesn't require loads and loads of training. It just requires being aware of it. So we have provided a workbook for this. For all our podcasts, we produce CPD workbooks because you need to have a plan in these situations. You have a plan for if somebody collapses in front of you, that's called basic life support. We need a plan for when we get into those really, really stressful situations, which can have really significant consequences for us. So work out what your plan for your four Ps are going to be. How are you going to remember to press the pause button? How are you going to get back into your parasympathetic system? How are you going to phone a friend? How are you going to triangulate and get a sense check on this? And then what question are you going to ask yourself to determine the sort of person that you want to be, the sort of person that you want people to experience you as? So we will put all of this in the workbook. We'll let you work through it and we'll also put a pause button that you can print out or have in your lock screen of your phone just to remind you in those situations like that chap who is that armed response unit lead did when something stressful happens you can just press that take the pause and I guarantee that's going to save your bacon on more than one occasion